You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferberg, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, welcome back to the SPED Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and if you are a special educator, then this is the place you want to be. I'm going to be right by your side, helping you learn everything you can about building and operating a successful department. This is episode 98, but before we get started, I just want to let you know that the site-wide TPT sale is going on today where you can get up to 25% off of all SPED Prep Academy resources. If you've had your eye on something in my store or even from another seller and you just didn't feel like it was the right time to purchase, then you might want to go and check out the sale. Today, I want to chat about something that is difficult for everyone, including myself, but is something I feel that helps mold us into better teachers and better humans overall, and that is criticism. A few weeks ago, I had my phone in my hand when a review of my Facebook page came in. It was five stars, and that made me smile, but as I began to read it, that smile quickly faded. The review said, I highly recommend the website for resources for paraprofessionals. However, I would not recommend the podcast. The host spends a lot of time downplaying the role of a para and telling how she believes her role is superior to the role of a para. I would not want to be a para working alongside this host in a classroom setting. Now, I'm not going to lie, that stung a bit. I've always considered myself an advocate for paraprofessionals, someone who fights for their equality, someone who works hard to make them feel seen and heard. Heck, I even spoke to the Kansas State Legislature about the importance of paying paraprofessionals more. So to hear that my words were not conveying that message was upsetting. So I sat with it for a while. I think that in this day and age, especially with email and social media, others find it much safer to critique another person behind a screen. Whereas if we were in person, I doubt someone would come up to my face and tell me I was acting superior to my staff. And just as easily, I could have messaged this person back directly while being on the defensive. But I didn't message them back right away. I sat with it, and I considered it, and I read the words over and over. What was I saying within my episodes that would make them believe I felt superior to my staff? I'm still not sure what they were referring to, but I decided to use the criticism as fuel to do better to do more intentional work to provide you as a listener with the right kind of support and to make sure that my words convey how I feel about paraprofessionals. So I wrote back, thank you for recommending the resources. Your comment about the podcast was really helpful to hear. I pride myself on treating the paraprofessionals who work beside me every day like equals. And if the words I'm sharing on the air are not conveying that, then I guess I have some work to do. If you listen to episodes 21, 47, 48, and 49, where I interviewed four of my actual paras, you can hear that they appreciate the way I lead my department, but I'll most definitely work on the tone so I don't come across as superior, because that is truly not how I feel. Now, I share this story with you for a reason. As a teacher, just like in every other profession, you will be critiqued at some point in your career. Whether it is from an administrator in the form of a walkthrough or a formal evaluation, an instructional coach who's trying to help you, a colleague who thinks that their way is better, a parent who sees a need for change, an outsider with an opinion, or even from a student, 
you will receive criticism and it will hurt your heart. Being criticized for something is hard. It can be something that jolts you or makes you feel less than. It can make you feel embarrassed. It can make you feel called out. It can make you feel like you're not good enough. There's a whole bunch of different emotions people feel when they are criticized, but I want you to know that being criticized, even though it's hard, it can often be very useful to help you grow or improve on something you do. Winston Churchill once said, Criticism may not be agreeable, but it is necessary. It fulfills the same function as pain in the human body. It calls attention to an unhealthy state of things. Now, I'm not saying that the act of criticism itself is good. I believe being kind and helpful should prevail over saying mean things to someone to hurt them. But like I said before, you will receive all types of criticism as a teacher, and therefore I want to give you the tools to be able to take that criticism and turn it into something useful. First off, just know that criticism is a form of communication. If someone has a criticism, it means that they want to give you feedback on what you're doing for them. That means an opportunity to learn more about the person you're working for and how to convert them into a satisfied customer, for a lack of a better term. Take a moment to think before you respond to what they're saying. In any field, working with someone who is patient and able to receive and act on criticism means both parties can work towards a better outcome. Next, I want you to know that feedback helps make you stronger. If you always think that you're right, but you don't get feedback from anyone else, How do you know for sure that what you're doing is any good? Use the information from a critique or an evaluation to reflect on your current practice and do better. Sometimes it will make for an uncomfortable listening, but it can make you stronger as a result. Third, it forces you to think about how you work. Constructive criticism can guide you away from bad practices and towards good ones. Try to be objective and look at what you're providing as though it's not yours, through someone else's eyes. This can be particularly difficult when you are deeply involved in a situation, but if you can take a step back, you might see how to improve your way of working and avoid any negative outcomes down the road. Next, the right kind of criticism can actually give you an advantage. Think about it. If you can get a mentor or an administrator to tell you how to improve on something, that's information that you've got that no one else has. That puts you at an advantage over others in your field and can be used again in the future to get things right even faster. And you can even seek out criticism by asking what you can improve on. Next, use positive language to elicit a solution. Just like in the example of the piece of criticism that I received, I used positive language to be able to understand and learn from what was being said. The language you use or you choose to use in response to criticism is vitally important. Try to avoid getting into an argument. Instead, turn the exchange into a discussion about how to resolve the problem. You can say things like, Okay, so you'd like to see the schedule changed? What would you say is the main thing that ought to be different? Or you can say, I can see why you would say that. Let me tell you why I did it this way. Or, I've thought about what you've said, and what I'm going to do is... Turn your words into action to show that you can listen to feedback respond in the correct way, and still get the job done. And lastly, and probably most importantly, don't take it personally. Don't take it personally if someone doesn't like or approve of what you're doing. Even if you feel you're being criticized unfairly, don't retaliate with an extreme knee-jerk reaction. By doing so, you can irreparably damage your prospect of having a good working relationship with that person. 
and it can even harm your reputation as well. There will be occasions when you feel that criticism is personal, and now and then you'll be right. People are fallible, and it's important to remember to not be offended by someone else's remarks. However, a good professional is able to take criticism and not respond as though it's a personal attack. So that's all I have for today. I hope you're able to take some knowledge away from my personal experience and put it to good use for your job and your daily life. If you are not subscribed to the Sped Prep Academy newsletter, I encourage you to go to spedprepacademy.com quiz and take the short little quiz that will help you unlock the superpowers you never knew you possessed and discover the kryptonite that's been holding you back from becoming an amazing leader for your staff. It will only take a minute or two of your time and it will give you clarity on how to better manage your department. And by completing the quiz, you'll be added to the email list so that you can receive even more knowledge, inspiration, support, and discounts to different products made just for special educators each week. So again, that's spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to share it with friends, go ahead and screenshot an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a review. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.